Okay, today's daf is Babakama daf nun gimel. We left off on the bottom of daf nun beis on beis. Just want to apologize in advance. We've been a little under the weather. Try to make it through the next forty minutes or so. Um, the uh, the the sugya that we finished with. We just mentioned that we come back to uh, one point that Tosos makes is the issue of uh, the Gemara had raised the shaila. What if you cover up a bar? But the way you cover up the bar. Is strong enough to hold the weight of a shor, but is not strong enough to hold the weight of a camel. Is not strong strong enough to hold the weight of a gamal. And shchichi gamalim, there are camels all over the place. So definitely, you were poshea in the sense that you could have expected, reasonably expected, a camel to come over this bar and to fall right in. Uh, but nevertheless, that's not what happened. Uh, what happened was that the uh, it was hitulia mitocho, the covering that you put on it rotted out. So the Gemara wanted to know, what's the din in that situation? So uh, we finished off yesterday that, uh, that we don't say, Migo, that you were Poshea for one thing, that the Pshia transfers over to, uh, to how things actually played out in the end. That we don't assume that you're held liable for it, that you're responsible. Frek Tosos, though, if you look at Tosos, Dibar Maskelos, Shchichi Gemara, the long Tosos, about uh, <coughs> seven or eight lines into the Tosos, toward the end of the line, it says Tosos in Tomar, he says, either way, you should be chayiv, meaning even if you're not going to say migo, that, a, that, that the status of pshia will transfer over from, uh, from what you did toward gemalim toward, to what actually happened in the sense that it was uh, hitlia, Right, so even if you're not going to say that the status of pshia transfers over, you're not going to say the migo. Still, we have a general concept called that if a person is negligent and then an ones comes about it, the damage does not come about through his negligence, but it comes about because of an ones. Person is chayiv. So over here as well, you were negligent in the sense that the covering was not sufficient. And how did the damage happen? Not as a direct result of your negligence, but the damage happened because of an ones. Isn't this a classic case of so the Rishonim all deal with this question. We're just going to look at Tosos's answer, though. Says Tosos, the Tiritz Riva, the law means chilas of pshia v'sofa ba'ones chayiv elahecha shemachmas hapshia ba'ha'ones. So it's unbelievable. We normally think of chilas of pshia v'sofa ba'ones as the ones that you you were poshe at the beginning and you got lucky. Nothing happened as a result of your pshia. What happened instead was an ones. Says Tosos, that's not the way to look at it. Is when there's a direct link between the pshia and the ones. The ones could not have happened had it not been for your pshia. That's when we say only if the only way the ones could have happened was because of your pshia. For instance, let's say the case where you put you put a package or something dangerous on a, on a rooftop in a way that it should be able to blow off with even a light breeze, and then a tornado comes and, and blows it off. So could it have blown off the roof had you not put it there? Obviously not, meaning the tornado wouldn't have done anything had you not put it on the, on the Rosh Haggad. Although the way it happened was through an ones, the ones could not have happened unless you did your pshia first. Aval hacha, in our case, is that the story? No, aval hacha, lo ones machmas The ones did not come about because of the pshia. After all, 
even if you even if you would have covered it properly to uh, protect both shvarim and gemalim, still it could have rotted out from the inside. That would have happened regardless. That has nothing to do with the level of cover that uh, that you put on the bar. And he says we have a similar implication. In the Gemara Mbamitzia, Gavi Pasha Bavi Yatzala Agam, Da Filman Yamat Chasub Shiv Sov Bonas Chayiv, Hasam Pata de Malach Hamavas Katla, Mali Hacha Mali Hasam. Let's say you're watching over someone's animal, and you're Poshea, and it just walks out, right? It just uh, leaves on its own. So that's definitely Poshea. And then the animal has a massive heart attack, and the animal dies. So you could say, Mali Hacha Mali Hasam, you know, the Malach Hamavas, what's, so we say, we, so, uh, um, even though Tchlasu B'Shiv of Bonus is normally Chayiv, over there you're Pater. I isn't it Tchlasu B'Shiv of Bonus? No, because the onus did not come about, the heart attack did not come about as a result of your Pshia. It would have had a heart attack, the Malachim of us would have gotten this animal one way or the other, would have gotten him here, would have gotten him there. So Frank tells us, but one more point, Vim Tomar, a lot more points, we're only going to do one more, Vim Tomar, Ba'akodes Gabi Nifritz of Alayla, Kamar B'Kosel Ru'ua, Ki Chasra Amay Pater, Tchilasu B'Shiv of Bonus, who, that... Let's say I put up a very weak wall <laughs> to keep the animal in, right? And then the animal digs its way out. So we said that, that you're pater, fractosus. Why should you be pater? It's tchilasub. The Gemara asks, why should you be pater? Isn't it tchilasub b'shiyav v'sof abonus? The Gemara calls that a case of tchilasub b'shiyav v'sof abonus. But wait a second. If you're going to say that tchilasub b'shiyav v'sof abonus is only when the onus happens as a result of the b'shiyah, so is the animal digging because the wall is weak? The animal's not digging. The animal would have dug under any wall. The hasam loba onus mitoch apshia that filu kosel bari yachal lachter. You could dig even by a very uh, very strong wall. So it says Tosos Yeshlomer del Kaman Pirush Rashi shechasra vihipila hakosel al yide chasira. No, the animal didn't get out by digging a tunnel. It started digging and the wall fell down because of the of the digging. So that's obviously a direct result of it being a weak wall. Now it's it is an onus for it to start digging. That's not normal, right? The 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 pshia had it happened as only a pshia, it would just knock the wall down directly. So it's an onus that it was digging, but still it's an onus that only happened because you were poche and having a weak wall in the first place. Okay. So we left off at two dots on the bottom of Daf Nun Beis on Beis. So let's have Amar Rav. The Mishnah said that Nafal Afanav. The Mishnah said that if you have a guy in the bar digging, expanding the bar, expanding the um, expanding the bar by digging more. So uh, and the animal goes to the edge of the bar, and from the noise of the uh, of the digging, he falls forward. Um, so then you're going to be chayiv if he falls uh, backwards. You're going to be potter, right? That's what it said. La achrav mikol akriya potter. So the Gemara is going to explain what he's talking about. So Amar Rav, lefun of lefun of mamish, la achrav la achrav mamish. Lefun of means on its face. It falls on its face in the sense that clearly it's the hevel of the bar that that affects the animal. La achrav is the achrav mamish. Obviously, it's not the hevel falling on its back. It's the chibut on the karka that uh, that that uh, the impact on the ground that hurts the animal. Vizevizeb a bar, but both fallings are falling inside the bar. 
meaning in both situations we're talking about uh, you falling inside the bar. And the point is, says Rashi, Tap Rashi, Vafilu Hachi Ashmin Masnisin, Tipater, Halvalome Havlamis, Elame Havta, the Karkolam Bedmevishusarab Mizikaso. Meaning, and since they're both in the bar, when it falls backwards, why you putter? Because it wasn't the Hevel of the bar that killed it, it was the Karka Olam Mizikaso. It was the impact on the ground. The ground is a ground of Rishusarabim. So uh, the Balabar is not Chayiv for Chavata, he's only Chayiv for. For uh, Havla, so says the Gemara. Rav Letaimei, and this is Rav Lishitaso. Tamar Rav Bar Shechiva Lavtara LaHavla Vlo Vlochavto. Right, that's what Rav holds. That when you're Chayiv for a bar, it's only for the Hevel. We had the sheet of Rav numerous times already. You're only Chayiv for the Hevel you create in the bar. You're not Chayiv for the Chavata you create in the bar. So if the animal falls backwards where there is no Hevel. The effect was clearly the impact. So that's why you're going to be potter. Ushmol Amr, Shmuel says no. Bibar, bein milifana, bein milach rav Had the animal fallen in the bar, it wouldn't make a difference if it falls forwards or backwards, hevel, chavata, it's all the same. Shmuel you'd be chayiv either way. Shmuel lachavto. And this is Shmuel Shitaso who says that you chayiv for hevel and kol shekein you chayiv for the chavata that you uh, create by making the ground so uneven, by digging a bar. What's the case in the Mishnah where the Mishnah says that if it falls backwards as a result of the sounds of the digging, that the bala bar is going to be potter? It can't be talking about falling backwards into a bar, because when you fall backwards into a bar, you're the bala bar is chayv. He's chayv for the chavata. Now the case is, it trips on the bar and falls backwards on the other side of the bar, outside of the bar, but it doesn't actually fall in the bar. That's a case where you're where you're going to be potter. But if we're in the bar, then enochinami. <coughs> if we're in the bar itself, then for sure you'd be chayiv because it would be the, uh, the the chavata over here. The damage didn't happen on the in the bar in the bar at all. So that you're not going to be chayiv for the balabar is not going to be chayiv for. We have a brisa that says, in the bar, whether it be forward or backwards, you're chayiv, right, as long as it was in the bar. So that's exactly what Shmuel said, and that's the Tiyuftan Rav. Rav said that our Mishnah is talking about in the bar, and still, la'achrav, your pater, only lafan of your chayiv. So isn't that a Tiyuftan Rav? So Gemara gives three answers. Answer number one, Amr of Christa moda rav be barbarushuso de chayiv. Vishum damale mi manushach. Iba havlamis havla didahu. Ibi haftamis hafta didahu. That rav is moda, that if it's a bar in a rishusa yachid, if it's a barbarushuso, then you're for sure going to be chayiv. Because mi manushach doesn't matter how, what kills the animal, whether it's the hevel or the chibut. When is there such a heter called that, uh, that, that, that it's karka olam izikaso? That's only when the, when do we say that if the animal dies because of the impact on the ground, well, it's not the balabar's problem, it's the world's karka that, that did the damage. That's only if the if the karka that did the damage belongs to the world. But if I dig a bar in my own rishus, in my rishus ayachid, and I'm mafkir rishus of a mafkir boro, I'm mafkir my rishus, but I'm not mafkir the bar, so the ground on the bottom of the bar is still mine. So the guy, the nisik can say, I don't care if it was the hevel or the chibut, you own both. You're responsible for both. So if it's in Rishos Yachid, Rav would be moda. That it doesn't make a difference if it falls forwards or falls backwards. Either way, I'm going to be chayiv. So that's the case that the Bryce is talking about when the Bryce says, Bein l'fan v'bein l'achrov chayiv. When our Mishnah says, L'fan of your chayiv, l'achrov your pater, our Mishnah is talking about a barber of So that's answer number one. Answer number two, Rabba Amar, Hachem ma'eskinon b'mishapech, d'nafla apeh, 
that the animal flipped around in midair like an Olympic diver or something, right? It was, it was on its way down, at, face first, and then it flipped around uh, onto its back. So the Hevel, right? If you look first it was falling forward, and before it hit the bottom of the bar, it fell on its back. On its back. It flipped around to its back. What killed the animal in this case? The hevel going face first into the bar, we can assume is what killed the animal. That's when we say if you fall backwards, you chayev. Not that it fell backwards the whole time, it switched to its back at the last moment. But had it fallen backwards at the whole time, Rav would say that it's only the chavata, and the chavata is not your responsibility, it's karka'ola mizikaso, and that's what the Mishnah was talking about when the Mishnah said when you fall backwards you are pater. In a bar but totally backwards. The b'risa when it says yuchayev, is talking about in the bar, but not totally backwards, you start off forwards and then you flip around. Answer number three. Rav Yosef Amar Hachamaniski Bar Over there when we when we uh, when we say that you, if it falls backwards, you're you're uh, you're chayiv. It doesn't make a difference if it falls forwards or backwards. Who's chayiv? Chayiv for what? So we've been understanding the whole time that we're talking about the chayiv of the bal habar to pay for the shard. No, here we're talking about a case where my shard trespasses into your backyard. You have a bar in your backyard, and my shard falls in your bar and ruins all the water inside your bar. So we're assessing the damage, not for the balabar to pay the balashar, but for the balashar to pay the balabar for the damage done to his bar. That's what it's talking about. So my new shehivish is meimav. It messed up all the water in the bar. Then it's, it doesn't make a difference how the shar fell in, forwards, backwards. Either way, the shar is going to be chayiv to pay. The only chiluk between forwards and backwards is what damages the shar. Is it the hevel or the, the karka olam? But when it's the shar doing the damage, then it's not going to make a difference whether it's forwards or backwards. So those are the three answers to the stira between Rav's understanding of the Mishnah and the explicit brisa. Tani Rav Chananya l'siyue l'rav. So Chananya teaches a, a raya to rav. Nafal achipol derech nefila. Mikan amru nafal lefamim mikol akriya chayev laachru mikol akriya patr v'zev zev bebar. Right? It says beferish that nafal teaches me that you're only chayev when it's derech nefila. Derech nefila means face first because it's only the hevel that does the damage. And uh, therefore, we say from here that if an animal falls forwards from the sound of the digging, he's going to be chayiv, falls backwards from the sound of the digging, and be pater, the zev zev bar, and they both relate to a case of bar, to falling inside the bar, not to falling just as a result of the bar, but actually falling inside the bar. Amar mar, we just said, Who's chayiv? Someone's digging in the bottom of the bar, and the animal falls into the bar because of the sound of the digging. So he said chayiv. Chayiv means... The owner of the bar is chayiv. In fact, the Gemara, why should the owner of the bar be chayiv? The guy who's digging should be chayiv. He's the one that's making the noise that causes the animal to fall in. So I'm seen Barashi Hamani Rabbi Nasanhi, Damarbala Bar, Hezekakavid, Kalhecha Dlavshar Shlumehai, Mishalamehai. That we're assuming like Rabbi Nasan, we're assuming like the sheet of Rabbi Nasan, that it doesn't really matter who's responsible. What matters is who you can get paid from. Meaning the point is sometimes uh, when you sue, there, there are multiple people responsible, but you'll sue the one who you think you can get paid from, who you think that they, they have a chance of getting paid from. I mean, the point is that over here, they're both responsible. The balabar and the guy digging are responsible. But whenever it's like a mehai, whenever you can't get paid from one guy, so you're allowed to 
get paid in, in full from the other responsible party, even though he wasn't the only one responsible. Where do we see Rabbi Nassim hold such a... And over here, that's the situation, apparently, that the that you can't get paid from the guy who's, uh, who's, who's, who's digging, so therefore you're going to have to go to the Balabar, the Tanya, Shar Shadach V'schaver Labar, Bala Shar Chayv, and we're going to show um, uh, at, at length over here where Rabbi Nassim Shita is found. So it's going to take us a little while, it's going to be uh, toward the bottom of the page that we're finally going to realize it, we're going to show where Rabbi Nassim Shita can be found. The Tanya, Shar Shadach V'schaver Labar, a Shar pushes uh, another Shar into a bar. So now you have two Mazikim, and one nizik. A shar, the shar and the bar are partners in hurting another shar. So, bala shar chayiv, bala bar pater. The bala shar who pushed is going to be chayiv. The owner of the bar to which the second shar was pushed is going to be pater. Rabbi Nassim Omer, bala shar mishalim echza, bala bar mishalim echza. Rabbi Nassim says, no, they split it. They split the damages. The bala shar pays 50%, the other, the bala bar pays 50%. That Rabbi Nassim says that it breaks down 75%, 25%, not that it breaks down 50-50. So how can, uh, so what, which is it? What does Rabbi Nassim hold? So it says more lokasha. Habitam, habamuad. No, one is talking about a short time, one is talking about a short muad. When do we say that the balashar pays a revia? That's if it's a short time. Because really the, the shar and the bar are partners. So each of them should be liable for 50%. So the shar should be liable for 50%, but he's a shar tam, so he only pays half of what he should be liable for, and therefore he's going to pay 25%. Right? So the case where, the, where Rabbi Nassim says that the bala shar pays 25%, the bala bar pays 75%, is a shar tam. The case where he says they go 50-50 is a shar muad. Simple enough. So frankly, Marba, wait a second. What does he hold by a shar tam? How do you view it? When a shar pushes another shar into a bar, did the shar do 100% of the damage and the bar do 100% of the damage, but you're not going to pay 200% of the money, and that's why they split the money? Or do you say they each did half the damage? So if he views it that they each did the entire damage, then shouldn't the bala shar, even if it was a shar tam, still only pay 50%, still pay the full 50%? Because really, he's crying for the whole thing. The only thing is, you're not going to make him pay the whole thing because the bala bar is also crying for the whole thing. But still, you should make him pay half. Being a shar tam shouldn't get him, shouldn't get him off the hook for less than half. And if you're going to say each of them did half the damage, then then why should the Balabar pay three quarters? It doesn't make any sense that the Balashar is going to pay 25% and the Balabar is going to have to make up for what you're not getting from the Balashar. If the Balabar only did 50% of the damage, he should never have to pay more than 50% of the money. And the other 25% of the money, you should lose. The Nizak loses. So, so why does Rabbi Nassim make any sense? So says says, no, you should know Rabbi Nassim is a great Dayan, and he understood the din to its to its fullest depths. So does that mean we paschal like him? Right? So uh Pashtas is it means we do paschal like him, right? I mean, we say such a compliment. So Maratzchai says that over here the halach is like Rabbi Nassim, and you see that even though Rabbi Nassim is going against the Rabbanan, Maratzchai points out even though it's Rabbi Nassim against the Rabbim, we're going to pass him like, like Rabbi Nassim. That's how good of a dayan he was. Maratzchai points out that this is against this is against what the Yad Malachi writes. He quotes the Yad Malachi in the name of the Knesset Sagadola that the halacha Rabbi Nassim dafka hechad the polygneged yachid. He says, Rabbi Nassim, only, we only pass on Rabbi Nassim against the Yachid, but not against the Rabbim, says the Yad Malachi in the name of the Knesset Sagadola. Um, 
uh, and, and he quotes it from, from the riff in Perakakones, etc. But says Mikan Muchach Ibcha. From our Gemara, we see the exact opposite. Because even against the Rabbanon, we say that Rabbi Nassim Dayanahu Vinachas Lumka. We say that Rabbi Nassim is absolutely correct. So uh, so it seems that we would pass like Rabbi Nassim. But, anyways, what's the explanation? Why would it be the, the Bala Shar pays? 25% and the Balabar pays 75%. So the Yalom Ksabar Haikuli Azekavad Vahaikuli Azekavad. Each of them does the entire damage. They each did, they're each fully responsible. I, we asked, the Kashalach Lashayim Haipalga Vahaipalga. If they're each fully responsible, shouldn't the Balashar pay 50%? I, yeah, he's a short time, but, you know, he's really responsible for the whole thing. So let the short time pay 50%, not 25%. Because Balashar could say to the Balabar, look, had I done this on my own, I would have paid 50%. Um, now that I'm doing it with you, I should still have to pay 50%? What do you help me then? Meaning, there should be some lesser responsibility because I had a partner in, my, in crime over here. It wasn't just me. You should bear my, my burden a little bit because you were my partner. So because the Balashar can have that taina, to the Balabar, that I would have paid 50% had I done it on my own, so therefore I should pay less, because you are with me, therefore he's only going to have to pay 25%. That's one possible, possible explanation of Rabbi Nassim. That's not the one we're interested in, though. The other possible explanation of Rabbi Nassim is the one we're interested in. Again, we're trying to find where Rabbi Nassim says that when you can't get paid from one guy, you automatically go to the other guy. So you say, Really, Rabbi Nassim holds... That each guy did half the damage. Each guy did not do the whole damage. Each did half the damage. I we then asked. We I'm sorry. The, the, we asked that shouldn't we say then that the balashar should pay twenty five percent because he's responsible for half the damage, but he's a short time, so he should pay half of the half, which is a quarter, and the balah. The Balabar should pay 50%, right? So, and the, the other 25% you should lose out on. Why does the Balabar have to pay 75%? Because the Balashar could say to the Balabar, I found my shar in your bar. So you're responsible for the... I'm holding you responsible. My shore was found in your bar dead. So I'm holding your, your, you responsible for the damage. Look, whatever I can get out of the Balashar who pushed it, I'll get. That's fine. But But you're primarily responsible because it was found in your bar. And therefore, whatever I can't get from the other guy, I'm going to get from you. So this is where you see Rabbi Nassim holds this idea that whatever you can't get from one guy, you can go and collect from the other guy. So, Question is why can't why wouldn't you be able to collect? Meaning, is it that uh, halachically you can't collect, or there's something that uh, you know he just doesn't have any money, or the shor is gone, or whatever? There's something like that. Meaning, I assume it means if it's halach. Rabbi Nassim only means if there's a halachic reason why it's uncollectible, why that person is not going to be chayiv, then the chayiv will, will will fall on the other person. But if it's just practically, then I don't think uh, I don't think that's what he means. Now, what what kind of svara is this? It's an unusual svara. I found my shar in your bar, and therefore your bar is more responsible. But didn't you see the other animal, the other shar, came and pushed it into the bar? How can you? 
What does that mean? Just because I found it there, that's where it ended up. So if you look at at Tosos, Vim Tomer Kivin the Palgan Niskavad Masvari Hizu Dimishum Dashke Bebar Mishal Miyosim Mashehizik. What kind of svar is that? Because I found it there, therefore it's going to pay more than a damage. Again, we said that the 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 the, um, the baseline for this answer was that everyone holds Palgan Niskavad that each one did half the damage. So why does it make any sense that you're gonna that, you're gonna, that, that one's gonna pay more because that's where it was found? That no, when we say that each one did half, that means normally when two shvarim team up on a third and they beat it up and they kill it, so then you say each one did a half. Over here, when a shark pushes an animal into a bar, we don't view it as each one did half. That, that's that's not correct. We view it as if the bar did everything. At that's why you're ultimately responsible. Meaning, is only svara when they both have the same role. But when the role of the of the bar was to be the place where the animal landed and got killed, then you're not going to say that each one did half. Then the Bala Bar did everything. That's what the Re wanted to say. But then the Chazabo Re said the Re changed his mind. Because if that were the case, if the Shor that pushed the other Shor into the Bar was a Shor Muad, why would it pay half? Like Rabbi Nassan said, that uh, just like the shutfus of uh, um, the shutfus of the balashar helps the balabar, that the balashar only balabar is only going to pay half of what it damages. The shutfus of the bar should help the shar, and the shar shouldn't have to pay the half. And by the time also he could ask why I would have to even pay the quarter. So you have to say that no, it's not that the bar did everything. The bar did half. Aye, but still, what, so then what's the svar in the Gemara? Because it was found there? The, it was the Makabapatish. Who finished off the damage? It was the, the bar that finished off the damage. The Doma Kamisha So Kulo. And therefore, sometimes when uh, someone finishes the job, you say that it's as if, because I'll say that when you finish the job, it's as if it's, it's called Al Shem, uh, the whole job is called Al Shem you. It's, it's, called, uh, on, 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 it's called by you because you, you finished it off. Um, so we say when you can't pay from the Balashar so you pay from the Balabar because the Balabar since he finished the job even though he only did half of it in reality but since he finished the job the whole job is called after him similar to the Chazal have a drasha by uh, taking the Atmos Yosef out of Mitzrayim because the Pasuk in the Sefer Yoshua says that uh, that they they buried the Atmos Yosef Asher Helu B'nei Yisrael Meret Mitzrayim that the Bnei Yisrael took out of Eretz Mitzrayim. If you look in the Pesuk in Chumash, Mishalach, it's not a Sher Helu Bnei Yisrael. Mishalach, I think it's not a Sher Helu Bnei Yisrael Meretz Mitzrayim. It's a Sher. It's that Moshe Rabbeinu took him out of Mitzrayim. So why is it a Sher Helu Bnei Yisrael? So that's what Chazal darshan. No, because Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't finish the job. It was Klal Yisrael who finished the job by by taking the Asmus Yosef into Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, the entire job. Is called after uh, after the Bnei Yisrael. So when you finish the job, sometimes you get credit for the whole thing, even though in reality you didn't do the whole thing. Moshe Rabbeinu toiled with those Atzmos Yosef for forty years, and now all of a sudden, because the last.
last day. He's uh, he, he's not the one that takes them in. The last month, he's not the one that takes them in. So uh, so he doesn't get the the credit. It's called after the last guy. So over here in the on the in the negative, the balabar is the one that gets the credit, so to speak, for uh, for the damage. Okay, says the Gemara. Um, uh, says Gemara Vaiter, Amar Rava. If you put a rock at the mouth of the bar, right on the edge of the bar, and a shark comes, trips on the rock, and falls in the bar. So that's the Machlokas, Rabbi Nassim and the Rabbanon. According to the Rabbanon, the Bala Evan is going to be Chayiv, because he caused the Nefila, and, uh, and, and, and you, you're not going to say, Rashi points out, you can't say that's only a Grama Benazikin, because the Evan is a bar. Right, so the, and according to Rabbi Nassim, they should both be chayv. According to Rabbi Nassim, they should split the damage. Right, that's exactly the machlokas we had with uh, Rabbi Nassim and the Rabbanon with the shor pushing the other shor into the bar. Right, so it's exactly the same machlokas. So it says more pshita. Of course, it's the same machlokas. Says more no. I might have thought that the Bala Bar generally could say to the Bala Shar, look, had my bar not been there, your Shar pushed the other Shar into the bar. You don't think your Shar would have gored the other Shar till it died? It would have killed it anyway. It's just that it made the, my bar may, maybe made the job easier, but your Shar was angry and it was going to kill the other Shar anyway. But over here, the Bal Evan can say to the Balabar, look, had your bar not been there, you can't say my rock would have killed the shard. It's not true. What would it have done? You have a mitkalba. What happens when a shard trips on a rock? Same thing happens when a person trips on a rock. You trip, you get up, you brush yourself off, and you keep on walking. Right? It would have been mitkalba, have enough of a kite. Would have fallen down, gotten right back up, and kept on walking. Nothing would have happened to it. Why did, it, why did the animal die? Because it tripped on the rock and fell ten tefachim into a bar. That's what killed it. So when it's a shard that pushes it into a bar, the balabar could say to the balashar, your animal would have killed it anyway. But when it's an evan that tripped it into a bar, the balabar can't say to the bal evan that you would have killed it anyway. It certainly wouldn't have. So Kamash Mulan therefore comes to tell us, that the balabar could still say to the bal evan, had it not been for the evan, my bar wouldn't have done anything to it. It never would have fallen into my bar had it not been for the evan. Itmar, says the Gemara Vaiter. Shar v'sharp, v'sharp v'sharp shenagchu. If you have a shar plus another shar that's psulei mukdashin, that both team up together to gore. Abaye yom remshalim chatzin nezek. Ravina remshalim ruvia nezek. So Abaye says the shar that's not psulei mukdashin pays chatzin nezek, and Ravina says it pays ruvia nezek. Both of them are assuming that we're talking about a short tam and hakrabanan vahakrabinasan. The shita that says you pay Ravianazak, Ravinu says you pay Ravianazak is assuming like the Rabbanan. And the shita that says that you pay Chatzinazak is assuming like uh, like Rabbi Nassim. That they're both talking about a, a, a shartam, though you're only going to pay half of what you would uh, what you would otherwise uh, have to pay. Did I get it backwards? Right, what was the Machlokas? Machlokas Rabbanan Rabbi Nassim was... Where was it? Uh, yeah, we had the, the Rabbanan held that the Shor is Chayv Balabar is Pater. So I think I got it backwards, right? Because the Balashar, we said, is Chayv for the whole thing according to the Rabbanan. Rabbi Nassim says they split the damages. 
Oh no, but Rabbi Nassim says you make up for what the other guy didn't do. Right, that's the Pshat. Rabbi Nassim says you make up for what the other guy, what the other guy didn't pay. So since there should only be a chiv of Chatzin Nezek, Rabbi Nassim says, but you can't get, you can't get paid from the Pesulei Magdashin, so you're going to pay the entire Chatzin Nezek. Whereas Rabbanon would say, no, you're only chayiv, each one is chayiv only a quarter of the Nezek, because together they're only chayiv of Chatzin Nezek, they're both short times, so together only chayiv Chatzin Nezek, each one is uh, only going to be chayiv a quarter of a Nezek, so you only pay a Revia Nezek. Yeah. It's a good point. The, uh, yeah, it's a good point. Um, yes, look at Tosos. Says Tosos, The Chiddush of this line is that even with two oxen, the same din as a Sharon bar. Even though there's much more of a svara when it's a shor and a bar to get paid from the balha uh, from the balha bar when you can't get paid from the balha shor. And uh, because you have that svara that, you, that we just pointed out, that I can say to him, look, your sh- I found my shor dead in your bar, so obviously your bar was the makabapatish, your bar was the real killer. And by two shvarim, you can't say that. So that's the Chiddush. Okay? Meaning you're saying it's such a Chiddush, it doesn't make any sense. Meaning that, that Svar doesn't work. So we're saying that, uh, I, yeah, I guess I guess we're saying against that. Yeah, that's a good point. And according to Rabbanon, the Chiddush is as follows. They don't say Dafka by Bar. We say the Bar, That when you can't pay from the Bar, you don't go to the Shar. Because the Bar is what really did the Ikra Maisa because it killed with its Hevel. That's why you can't take the chiyuv of the bar and transfer it to the shar. Even though you can't get paid from the bar. I would have thought that even according to the Rabbanu, when it's two shvarim, since they're both equally responsible, you can't say that the primary damage was done by one of them. So when you know, I would think the Rabbanu would be mode in this case, that when you can't get paid from one of them, you go to the other guy. Anyway, okay, so that's the... Uh, Maybe everyone's similar like the Rabbanon. Habatam, habamuad. If it's a short time, it's Ravia Nezek. If it's a short muad, it's Chatzin Nezek. Another uh, version of the Machlokas is not whether it's Chatzin Nezek or Ravia Nezek, but it's Machlokas whether it's Chatzin Nezek or Kula Nezek. So, and clearly they're both talking about a Shormuad, Hakrabban and Hakrabinasan. But one is assuming like Rabbanon, one is assuming like Rabbinasan. That, uh, that 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 uh, the Rabban would say Chatzi and the Rabbi Nassim would say Nezek Shalim. Ibai Seima Havahak Rabbi Nassim Havamor Habatam. Or everyone's assuming like Rabbi Nassim, and if it's a Muad, it's Nezek Shalim, and if it's a Tam, it's only Chatzi Nezek. Amar Rava, another case. Sharva Adam Shadach Labar. Let's say you have a Shor and an Adam together team up to push another Shor into a bar. So now there are three Mazikin, right? There's the bar, there's the Shor, and there's the Adam. So in terms of paying the Nezek, they're all going to pay the damages. When it comes to Dal and and the Vlados, the Adam and the, and, uh, is going to be Chayiv, but the Shor and the Bar are going to be Pater, because Shor and Bar are Pater on Dal and Dvarim and Vlados. That's a, that's a Chayiv that's unique to Adam. When it comes to Kofar and the Shloshim Shaleved, well, that's a Chayiv that's unique to a Shor, and not to uh, Adam and 
bar, and therefore only the shor is going to pay that, not the other in the bar. Rimiyim kelim sharp soleim mukdashin. When it comes to kelim and sharp soleim mukdashin, adam shor chayavin ubar pater. Then the adam and the shor are going to be chayav, but the bar is going to be pater. Meaning, if the dam, if the nizik was psuleim mukdashin, we're talking about, so the bar is going to be pater, as the gemara is going to explain. My time, why should the bar be pater just because the animal fell into it was psuleim mukdashin? That it's only when the mace, when the dead animal, the victim that's in the bottom of the bar, is going to be something that you could theoretically keep. That's when we say uh, that, that. That's when we say you're going to be chayiv. But this is in a because it's psulem It can't be totally yours because it's psulem and therefore. Um, and therefore, the bar is not going to be chayiv. Because there's a custom that the bar is not going to be chayiv. Now, before we move on for a second, take a look at Tosos. Sharva Adam Shadakhtal the bar. A shar and Adam team up and push the animal into a bar. So he said they all split the chayiv. Says Tosos a big chiddish. Lo Shadakhaf Adam Bekavana. It can't be that the person Bekavana pushed the animal into a bar. Dimkain Balabar, my Mikhayiv. Because then the Balabar shouldn't be chayiv. The bar was simply the weapon of the person. If the person bikavana pushed someone into a bar, the person simply used the bar as a weapon. Tell us it should be no different than If I see someone has a campfire and I go and I grab your stuff and I throw it into the fire, what the bala esh is going to be chayiv? Bala esh isn't chayiv. I use the esh as my weapon. So clearly, in that case, they're not going to be chayiv. So when it's done bikavana. Then certainly you're not going to be chayiv. Now this is quoted in Shulchan Aruch. Obviously, uh, the Ketzos points out that uh, that when it's quoted in Shulchan Aruch, that that this is directly from our uh, sugya. But then he raises the following paradox. He says, "What about the following? Adam v'shar v'shar the bar. Person and a shar push another shar into a bar. Let's say the person was bekavana. Who pays what? Meaning, okay, good. Aragmar says they all split it when the Adam's not Bekavana. What if the Adam is Bekavana? Now, if there was no Shar, it was just the person pushing the animal into the bar, so clearly the Adam would be Chayiv because the bar was just his weapon, like we said. If the person wasn't there, it was just a Shar pushing another Shar into a bar, the Shar in the bar would split the damage because you don't say such a thing that the Shar was using the bar as its weapon. That's considered an equal damage. But now that you have all three of them, how are you going to figure this? Here, what are the possibilities? If you're going to say that the Adam is going to pay half, because he was just using the bar as his weapon, the Balashar is going to pay half, and the Balabar is going to get off the hook, the Balashar Katayna, why should the Balabar get off the hook? I'm considered a shutaf with the balabar. I'm not. I'm not considered doing this on my own. The other may have been considered doing this on his own had he done it with the bar. But I'm not considered. I'm. A, I'm a shutaf with the balabar. A balashar toin toin anoshut fayisli vu balabar. The balabar is my shutaf. Uh, and if you want to say, okay, let the person pay the person pay two thirds, and the balashar would pay a third, right? And this way, the balashar would only pay one third of the damage, reflecting its one third partnership. 
Ha'adam Tarein Anashu Shutfayisli. The person Kentaina, what are you talking about? I have a Shutaf, namely the Shar. Why should I pay more than the Shar? Vubal Shar, Dadam Shar Zikum Shalman Shneim Shav. We're supposed to pay Shava. That's the paradox the Ketosa Choshen, some tough Yud, Sif Beis raises. Let's just try to finish the Gemara. There are a number of different approaches. He has one approach of Shemeshkap, has a different approach. Okay, but anyway, says the Gemara, it's something to think about. The name of Shitu Le'el Rava, is it so obvious to Rava that... Um, we dash in Vamesia low in this way. Rava had the Shailud. What if a sharp stone falls into a bar? Does it come to exclude where the mace can't be yours? Or does it just teach me the din of So he then so he said, okay, originally he had a shaila about it, but then he came to a conclusion. How does he know so because he learns it from the other Vamesia law that it says by Shar. But my chaz Vamesia law the Shar mafkasle the Bible matab and veil Vamesia law the bar mafkasle the Misha Mesha law apochana. How do you know which Vamesia law to apply to which din? So says Mar Mistavra Pater Gabe Bar whole Pater Bar Sakelim. It makes sense to apply a Pater by Bar because we know anyway Bar is Pater by Kelim. Adrab Pater Gabe Shar Shekin Pater Bar Chatzinazek. We should apply the Pater by Bar because Bar has a, 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 by Shar rather because. Shar is pater from Chatzinezek, only pays Chatzinezek. Says Mar Kulinezek Mila Ashkan. But you don't find a total pator by Shar. You only find the pator for half Nezek, not for the entire Nezek. Therefore, if we have a pator to apply, it's more logical to apply the pator by Bar than it is to apply it by Shar. Okay.